Welcome to the Primal Brocast. My name is Ben, aka the Primal Bro, and this is my podcast where we discuss fitness, nutrition, jujitsu, mindset, motivation, and so much more. Sometimes I talk to others, sometimes I talk to myself. So without further delay, let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys, and welcome to episode three of the Primal Brocast. This episode of the Primal Brocast is brought to you by just kidding i do not have sponsors uh this is the third episode and while things are continuing to grow we're not there yet i just always wanted to say that this episode of something i created was brought to you by something else uh, one day i'll do it for real i just thought this would be fun little trick or joke to play on you uh however or the first thing i actually should say is that i apologize if i sound funny or if i sound off today um for the very first time since transitioning to a carnivore diet uh, I am experiencing a little bit of illness I have runny nose um, I'm coughing it's just a lot of loose things floating around in my head and chest I won't be any more detailed or graphic than that uh, but you may hear some sniffling possibly even a cough during today's podcast and for that I apologize and if my voice sounds different than normal uh, I apologize for that as well um, in today's episode in episode three I thought that I would share some of my tips um, for making a diet, any kind of carbohydrate restricting diet, um, whether that be a standard like low carb diet where you're staying under 150, 100 grams of carbs, uh, if it's a ketogenic diet, if it's a strict carnivore diet. Um, in the last podcast, I talked about some questions that I get all the time and the ways that I answer them just so I could kind of put that out. And, and hopefully someone would listen to that podcast and then they wouldn't have that question anymore themselves. Um, and in today's episode, I'm going to continue on a similar trend, but I'm going to share the tips, the things that I do uh, or that I focus on that have the biggest impact for me. Uh, so I'm going to go over a couple tips or a handful of tips. Um, the, again, they're in no particular order with the exception of the final tip. I will save that for last um, because it is the most impactful. It is also the most um intangible it's not something that you can directly act or execute it's not something i can give you a ton of help on because it does require some work on your end but the first tip uh, and this is probably a good idea no matter what you're doing in your life um, whether you are buying a house starting a new job thinking of starting a family uh, thinking of starting a youtube channel planning 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 and in the context of diet keto carnivore um, meal prep for me has been huge um, preparing a lot of times on Sundays I'll prepare at least two days worth of meals for the week um, typically I'll have Monday and Tuesday uh, if not more and that kind of gives me at least a jump start on the week it lets me uh, prepare and and not have to worry oh it's two o'clock it's time I, I should be eating right now I'm hungry oh I don't have anything now my choices are more limited um, whereas if I just plan ahead of time take an hour on Sunday uh, I can have lots of food options for the week that don't require any thought or any time, and I can just get on with my day and be as productive as possible. Uh, along the same lines as meal prep, you can also uh, plan out your meals. And this is probably bigger for people who follow a ketogenic diet. We're using um, more ingredients, just a lot of different things, different seasons, seasonings and spices and and this oil, that oil, this flour, almond flour, coconut flour, xanthan gum, all the one-off, so to speak, ingredients that you could need. 
Um, if you plan out your meals for a week, just make sure that a lot of the things you're going to eat have overlap. I'm not saying you need to eat the same thing every single day, but if you are planning on getting something or doing something that requires almond flour, then maybe a couple more times that week you could make the same dish or a different dish, put a different spin on it. Um, really what I'm saying is what you don't want to do is buy a whole bag of xanthan gum, make one recipe, and then that bag sits in the pantry or in the cupboard for what six more months before you use it again um, you're not getting the most bang for your buck you're spending a lot of money initially uh, and then the next week you probably find another elaborate recipe where you don't need xanthan gum but instead now this time you need liquid stevia so you buy liquid stevia uh, and and then that sits up on the shelf right next to the xanthan gum and if you plan that out better you can maximize your dollar in terms of buying those uh, ingredients um, and speaking of maximizing your dollar the second tip I wanted to share, something that I do big time, especially now that I'm carnivore, is shop the sales. Um, ribeye steaks can be very expensive, uh, but there's a big reason that my family rarely just goes to one store to do all their grocery shopping and then it's over with. We rarely hit uh, fewer than three grocery stores because we might need to get four things at one store, five things at another, four things at this store. Um, but what we're doing is we're going around to see where we're saving the most money, where we can get the best value on things. Uh, I recently saw that ribeyes were on sale $4.99 a pound at Lidl, which is a European grocery store that they just introduced to my area. Um, so I go and I stock up, and then I know that uh, now that I've shopped the sale, that goes back into the planning. I've got lots of ribeye. If I'm tracking my macros intently, that gives me more information to work with. So maybe I need to pick up some tuna fish or something cheap and lean. Um, again, this is all. these are all ways to maximize your time, um, maximize your diet, and maximize your dollar. Um, so moving on to the next tip, which isn't as much a, a direct actionable thing as it is a suggestion. Um, and it's probably the most debatable or disagreeable tip that I share with people. Um, and that is to take baby steps, to ease yourself into things. If you follow a standard American diet, and I do believe I talked about this actually, um, on my in my last podcast because it's a question that I get all the time but baby steps guys if you're following a standard American diet it I don't think that it's a good idea for you to jump right into a strict red meat and water carnivore diet I think you would be wiser to begin with a ketogenic diet or even a more general low carb diet where your carbohydrates are 100 to 150 a day at the absolute most uh, and then transition from there to keto and then from keto it's a very simple transition to a carnivore diet um, don't eliminate so much uh, right off the bat because then that will cause a lot of mental uh, problem mental stress um, if you feel very restricted things like that so when you go keto you can still have certain desserts and treats and there's a larger variety uh, it more resembles a standard American diet than a carnivore diet especially a strict red meat and water carnivore diet um, so baby steps, you ease yourself into it. Um, you make those transitions for a month or a couple months at a time, and then you move on to the next to the next phase, so to speak. If we're talking about carbohydrate restriction, um, that's something that I just never would recommend you go from 300 grams a day to 10. Um, I would obviously, as I've said in the past, just ease that down. But baby steps, it also applies to fitness. Um, don't go into the gym, and the first day that you ever step foot into a gym, you try to hit your max deadlift. Um, you've never even practiced deadlift form. You've never felt what it's like to pick up a weight or anything like that. And chances are it's going to go poorly. It's going to discourage you. 
Um, so start with uh, start with like I was not um, very capable or brave enough for a lot of reasons that I didn't go to the gym initially. Um, but I still took baby steps. I, I went for walks. I did push-ups and sit-ups, a lot of body weight stuff. Slowly, I began to incorporate kettlebells. And at this point, I've been to a gym. I'm comfortable lifting weights, doing kettlebells, doing sprints. I jump rope. Um, but at one point, I wasn't comfortable with any sort of physical activity. Um, and every time I thought about just diving in, joining a gym, getting a trainer, maybe throwing uh, plates on the bar, and, and just be going all in on, on some type of fitness, um, and, the, and say, to the same aspect, running, when I thought about, all right, I'm going to go out and, and get a mile in every day this week. It's an overwhelming thought. But if you do one mile one day a week, then maybe you bump that up to two or three. And then before you know it, you're at five days a week, you're running one mile. Um, or you're going to you're doing push-ups um, three days a week in the mornings. And then before you know it, you're in the gym and you're lifting weights confidently. Um, you eased yourself into it. You kind of took your own journey. You didn't just try to emulate what someone else is doing. You didn't uh, go too far too fast. You, you, you learned the basics. You got the fundamentals down and then you took it to the next level. Um, and that's always something that I am, am going to suggest. And another thing, uh, the next tip is just be honest. Be honest with yourself. Um, if you really do feel like you are honestly someone who can handle going from a standard American diet to a carnivore red meat and water diet, uh, and you think you'll be fine, then do it. Um, but at the same time, being honest with yourself and saying, I can do this, I'm capable of doing this, you also want to be able to say, uh, I was wrong, I can't do this. Even when it's about uh, health, uh, if you change your life so much um, in the, for the sake of health or with the purpose of getting healthier, but it causes a lot of undue stress, and you're dealing with cravings, and you're dealing with hunger, and you don't know what to do, and you can never, now you can't go out to eat, um, can I still drink alcohol? Oh, I messed up. I'm doing it wrong. All of that stress caused by making such a drastic difference. Um, that's not good for you either. Stress is a big, a big reason that you're still not going to lose weight. You're still not going to be healthy. Uh, stress will affect your sleep. It'll affect a lot of things. Um, so it's, it's important to recognize that not everything is for everyone. In my own personal opinion, the fewer carbohydrates you have in your diet, um, the healthier of a diet you are following. That being said, there's exceptions to every rule. Um, but some people, a lot of people just can't do red meat and water. I'm one of those people. I never eliminated coffee or heavy cream. I eased myself into it. I took out everything that I felt comfortable taking out. As time went on, I took more things out. I added more things back in. Um, and I was honest with myself. So the things that worked, I kept. And the things that didn't work, I slowly tried to phase out. As difficult as that was as that was for me. But um. But yeah, you, just, you really need to be honest when you evaluate your ability, uh, your dedication, things like that. You need to be real with yourself. And when things aren't working, when you're not getting your results that you want, um, or when you're really struggling, or when you're hurt, if you get sore and tired, um, there's, there's a number of ways that you can see that whatever you're doing is not working. And it's important to just to not just say, I'll push through it and it'll get better because maybe it won't, maybe it'll get worse. Um, and if you had just been honest with yourself, reevaluated and adjusted things, uh, then you wouldn't end up in a worse spot. Uh, now the last tip, this is the one that I saved for last uh, intentionally. It is the biggest one for me because it is a tool that you can use or a tip that you can use um, at any point. If, if you wake up in the morning and normally you work out, but you're really just not motivated to work out that day. Um, if you know that you need to get groceries so that you're not eating out, 
um, but you really just don't want to go to the grocery store. It's easier just to order Chinese food. Um, or if, you know, there's cake or donuts or pancakes around, uh, you had a birthday party and there's cake and you, you get bit by temptation. Um, the, the tip that I would share for all of these things, um, the biggest tip is just to remember your why. Why are you doing what you're doing in the first place? Why are you following the diet you're following? Why are you exercising and working out? Um, why are you doing it? Because if, if you can remind yourself why you started, um, then you will be able to kind of fend off any temptation that comes up to slack, uh, to be lazy, to cheat on your diet. Um, because really you're just cheating yourself. That's a cliche. Just like remember your why is a cliche. There's a lot of cliches that are very true. That's what makes them cliches in the first place. And this is a big one that I believe in. Um, if you remember your why, uh, you can do it with reminders like written reminders. You can use a notebook. I'm big on to writing things down now. Um, I write out goals. I write out things that motivate me, ideas that I have. Um, you can use pictures to motivate you. Posting progress pictures on Instagram for me has been huge in terms of motivating myself and hopefully what ends up motivating other people. Um, and with that being said, for me, Instagram is something that uh, reminds me of my why. I started that Instagram so that I could show people that they could change their life, that they could do things they never thought they'd be able to do. Uh, I want to be able to help people to be motivation, inspiration, and a resource. Um, so Instagram, for me, I know people are watching and I know they're looking up to me and they're, they're following along and they're using me as an example um, of the things that are possible for them to do themselves. So when I am tempted to not go to jujitsu, which honestly, that's a terrible example, that never happens. Um, if I am tempted to skip a workout in the morning, which does happen from time to time, uh, I know there are people who are, who are watching me. They're looking at the results that I'm getting, how I'm treating my body. Uh, what my body looks like, how I perform, how I'm talking, if I'm if I'm living it the way that I'm talking it, right? If I'm practicing what I preach, the responsibility of helping others on Instagram is one thing that um, that's my why. So that's one thing that I remind myself of all the time in moments of weakness. Uh, I want to be a jujitsu competitor at a high level. Um, so that's another big reason. I don't want to get dementia and cancer, which are big killers of people in my family. Uh, so there are there are several big reasons. It's not like you all, only need to boil it down to one major reason, but obviously um, one reason is going to have more weight than the others. If you're anything like me, that changes a lot of times hour to hour, but definitely day to day, week to week. Uh, a lot of times I'm just thankful to not be um, in a state where my body is is you know promoting cancer growth and things like that. I'm cutting out all the bullshit carbohydrates. Um, but other times remembering my why is you want to compete on those mats. You want to be a champion. You want to get medals put around your neck in jujitsu tournaments. And if you eat that piece of cake, that's not going to be good for you. If you skip this workout, you're not going to be strong with what you need to do. Well, that you need to obviously, um, to get from point A to point B, there could be four steps for some people and eight steps for others. Um, uh, but you just need to be honest. Don't try to do it in four steps. If you're more of an eight step person. Uh, and the last tip was remember your why, why are you eating the way that you're eating? Why are you working out in the first place? Why are you doing all of these things? Um, so, guys, thank you for listening today. That's all that I have to share. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. I'm hoping that the next episode of the podcast is an interview. If not, episode five should absolutely be an interview. I want to talk to people who are either experts or who have a story to share that I find inspirational, motivational, 
um, or p find experts and people in the field who can share really uh, valuable, actionable advice for you and for me. Um, this podcast isn't just about creating content to help you guys get better. It's about me uh, documenting experiences and learning things myself. And the more that I learn, the better that I get, the more that I'll share, um, the better we will all get together. So thank you for listening, guys. But that's all for today. And I cannot wait to sit down and talk to you again next time. So that's all for today's episode of the podcast, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you aren't already, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel and follow me on Instagram. I am Primal Bro everywhere, so please connect with me. But like I said, that's all for today's episode of the podcast. I want to thank you again for listening. Thank you for your support. And until next time, take care.